0: If you're not flushing like you know Mike Tyson delivering a knockout blow, then are you yeah. really flushing at all? <laughs> Butters- Scotch- Shenanigans. Hey everybody, welcome to episode one hundred and fourteen of Coffee with Butterscotch, the game dev comedy podcast of Butterscotch Shenanigans. I'm Seth, and I'm the games programmer. I'm Adam, and I'm a plague vector. I'm Sam, and I was patient zero. And today is September fifth, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> Uh, for Septim, septum, like like a nose septum? Septum. Septum, like the guys from Skyrim. Burfif. The rulers of the kingdoms in Skyrim. Uh, is it like, it's like the Septa, who are the, the religious order in, exactly. in that that book. Yep. Game of Thrones. And Throws. so, uh, uh-huh. in that, that one book. That <laughs> or one. like sepsis, which is very bad for you. Yep. Yeah. And of course, it's Burfif, the which is the date, <laughs> which uh-huh. is, uh, a number, is this, this is the god, the Which old... is a number. It's not between <laughs> five and four, but it's more like under five. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like on the I know number line, it's kind of down, tucked yeah. underneath there. <laughs> yeah. So you uh, had to like dig a little burrow and then come back up. Yeah. 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 That's right. It's, it's Burfith. Uh Before we start, we have a warning there's going to be profanity. If you're a child, uh, go away. All right. Here we go. <laughs> we have some news this week, some big news, actually. Uh, on Thursday, something's happening. Yeah. Thursday, we are announcing our next game. All yeah. right. So moving on. Yep. Uh, <laughs> just, just, pay, just pay attention. Just If you look at anything that we do on Thursday, you'll see it somewhere. Yeah. So. We'll be rolling out a newsletter, but it will roll out slowly. So It's going to be a you Sign up for our newsletter. It might, it might be a few days before we get it, um, but uh, we will be talking about it on probably our blog, I assume. It's, it's everywhere. Did you write a blog post? I did. Nice. So Sam, Sam's on top of it. This and- newsletter is going to be rolling kind of like that game that kids used to play when they had like a ring and a stick. You know, yeah. it's just gonna kind of work its way down the road. Mm, you know, gotcha. but it'll have to be kind of nursed along by a guiding hand. Which yeah, with the... a stick, which yeah. is our email robot. Yeah, because uh, it's only a pseudo robot. It's it's definitely not gonna be like those videos where somebody's hanging out in a like an office and then all of a sudden a tire from an accident comes flying in through the window and those smashes it. Might be a little bit like that. <laughs> so it's you know, in terms of sort of wheel metaphors, I do hope it's that exciting for some people. You know. It, uh, might it, it might we'll be. We'll see. But that's happening on Thursday and beyond mm-hmm. for some for some extended mm-hmm. amount of time. Yeah. So then next week, if you just like somehow didn't notice that all this has happened, um, because somehow it. you didn't read all of the millions of news stories that will undoubtedly, undoubtedly, undoubtedly yeah. be so th- told. Well, let's, let's talk about this real quick. Because so this, we have the question: you know why why are we announcing now? Because the game is not done. Why are we announcing now? Good Sam. question, Seth. You know, it gets questioned a lot. <laughs> and Sam. <laughs> Why? Why would you say now? The time how, goes, let's talk about the mere exposure effect real quick. So, so there's this thing in psychology which called the mere exposure effect, and. All it means is that the more you see something, the more you like it. Okay. Right. I thought it was about exposure to meerkats. Yep. That's well, the, the more that's you the see other meerkats, the more you're like, "Those are cute." That's I true, that. actually. Maybe like maybe it. that was devised when somebody was around a meerkat and they just like realized. I've been exposed to mirrors a lot, yeah. and I feel pretty good about it. Right. This, mm-hmm. I mean, this is something that Coca Cola does, right? Yep. This, like we all know, we all know about Coca Cola. We've mm-hmm. seen it. We've seen one mm-hmm. in a round. Mm-hmm. Yet every time you go to a movie or basically anywhere in the universe, there's a Coca-Cola ad somewhere. Yeah, it's so prevalent that the first thing that we think of when we think of advertising is Coca-Cola, the company. Yeah, yeah. Because they know that they're just they're just making sugar water. Let's Let's be real. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. And so when you go when you go to make it's also got a bunch of acid in it. It's got some acid and bubbles. Yeah, sugar acid bubble water. Yep. So when you go to the, the cooler at the grocery store. To grab your sugar acid bubble water fix for the day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got a lot of options, mm-hmm. and frankly, it doesn't really matter that much which one you pick. They they're, all probably cost about the same, yep, and, and they right? all cost about the same to your health, right? I mean, you're True. you're just you're they're commodities basically. You're just you're just choosing between equal things, so you're just gonna pick the one that just that just feels the most familiar, mm-hmm. right? Got so, the most brand loyalty. Yeah. So here's we you know, we talk about this with with our games in the passage that we know that marketing is one of our one of our uh, Achilles heels. What the other heel is? I don't know. We have a spare heel available for healing. Achilles heel or yeah, some maybe, other. Who knows? Some Hopefully a good kind of heel. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's our Burfeth here. Burf, heel. But- <laughs> Burfeth heel. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so what we wanted to do is just essentially get the word out. As soon as we knew what the title of the game was, what, the, what appeared to be the direction of the game, then we're just going to go ahead and announce and let everybody know that's happening, uh, make a big deal out about it, because uh, the sooner the better. Is basically mm-hmm. the truth. That. As long as you're not giving misleading information. Yeah. So our strategy is to basically not give very much information yep. at all. So what they- you will see on what you'll see on Thursday is gonna be name, title, and you'll get some theme music uh, with it. And so the goal is just to let people know that this thing's happening and there's enough information densely packed inside of all of that that maybe you can find out something about the game, but we're not gonna tell you anything about it for real. So mm-hmm. that's about it. That's about it. Um, we also got, so Adam's giving a talk tonight or a a repeat talk, repeat talks. Adam gave a talk at pixel pop festival about thinking that was what? Three weeks. We did have a survey and a few people did sign up to get that link, which never appeared because our video equipment failed. Yeah. So we tried to record it. We had a survey up as in for people to put in their email address and say, Hey, I want Adam's talk. Yeah. Um, was it like two people, though, or something? So, <laughs> it was a couple. It was a couple. Uh, so the problem we ran into was we got a we got a camera that's like a good, it's a good digital camera, right? Real high end, real, real nice. Some would say it's a DSLR. It does, in mm-hmm. fact, record video, and it is advertised to be able to record video. Mm-hmm. It turns out, though, that because of some kind of a lobbying problem, uh, that you can't You can't, if you don't have something marketed and branded as a camcorder, then it legally can only record up to 29 minutes, 59 seconds of video or four gigabytes, whichever comes first. And then it has to shut itself off. These are American legislators hard at work. This is doing good for for making the world a better place. Uh This is no joke. So we were in the middle of, (laughs) we we found this out and then I think we found it before the talk. The day before before. the talk. Oh God. And then try to figure out how we could do so. How do we so hack this camera? We could <laughs> figure out how to do it. And apparently there is a firmware update you can get that, of course, voids everything about the camera. And it doesn't actually fix it. It just a, does a better job at the hack. Right. So yeah. basically it restarts the camera within a second or something. Mm-hmm. So you still lose this, You'll have a, a little a lurch. Yeah, for a moment. Um, so Andy then, was going to try to do manually. Yeah. Yeah. But- I think it cut off sooner rather than the yeah. 29 minutes or something crazy happened so we just went and we got a camcorder. We got a camcorder, a real video camera that's legally a video camera. In theory, we can shoot more than 29 minutes on it. I think actually legal I think we have to otherwise it's a camera again. That's true. Yeah. So it's It's basically a still picture if it's less than 29 minutes of yep. video footage. Yep. Yep. It's it's a, we're in a weird gray area here. So hopefully we don't get <laughs> hopefully nobody comes after us. But yeah, so we're going to we're going to re-record it tonight hopefully. I I haven't actually practiced it yet. You may so want to. I was, was going to do that because we got a few hours like after work before it. So yeah, I was going to run through it, it a few times, you know. But uh, so I think that's probably going to be fine. But I don't. I don't know how. Maybe we'll you know. just burn the evidence. You know. Yeah. So if it's if it's really bad, then I'll. just So what you're saying, saying is we and... we took the time to make sure we got a really good camera. And <laughs> hey, this, this was and a future. <laughs> This was a future investment. True. We can so technically, in this theory... This is not just all on me. In theory, this camera is not a consumable item that Correct. once we record your talk, it gets burned forever. Unless there's so. another law we find out about that oh, you can only use, it you can only use your camera once. They are, they are indeed disposable. Yep. 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 We'll talk about, you know, we've talked a lot about not knowing actually what the contours of a problem are until you get into it. This is one of those This <laughs> is one of those things. We yeah. thought, we have a camera, it records video. Done. We can now record video with this camera. Turns out... Turns out... No. Turns out you can <laughs> real death so we are going we're going to record that for real unless i just like truly utterly bomb it which i i don't realistically believe is going to happen nah man and what you got to do is, is is we we got some we got some maker's mark no but here's the thing though <laughs> i can't cuz my GERD. <laughs> ah uh, you know I'm Yeah. The, GERD. is there GERD. a way to get drunk without consuming any Alcohol is that no, they could thing? go with a booze enema? I think there you if go, you put it in a shot glass and just hold it on your eye for a long time, yeah. Right, yeah the teenagers really are doing I, that. I, <laughs> I <heard. laughs> you ever see these, these news oh, stories God, like local so news down. stations, like teens, what are they doing now? And they're like, they're always like, they're like inventing some drug and then some <laughs> orifice, and they're like, they're like, they're putting crack in their ears, you know. <laughs> My favorite thing is they always they always <laughs> generalize to the whole teen every teen population. parents. Do you know what your teen is it, doing? Because this like, is what they're doing. It was like that one stupid kid in school that everyone knew was just doing weird stupid shit, and then now it's apparently uh, all the problems. But I have to <laughs> wonder too how many how many teens have actually put shot glasses of booze on their eyeball because they their parents freaked out because they saw this news story and asked them if they were putting well this is, the, shots this is in their the, eyeball because the, who the would da- think to do that <laughs> this is the dare problem right yeah. so like there's the, there's uh, this evidence that that schools that had dare programs which is the program, that's supposed to teach... Dare to supposed, resist drugs and violence. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. supposed to teach kids about the dangers of drugs. Drug awareness. But really, but really what something. they're doing is they're just teaching kids about drugs. Yeah. Just that they would have otherwise have no concept. Yeah, they're like, here are all the drugs you should avoid. Here's all the drugs. Marijuana. Here's, here's all the things. Oh, all the crack damn. isn't the same as cocaine. And then they show they show these videos where they're like, let's say like you go to this place like where you obviously would be able to buy drugs because <laughs> like, here are the reasons why you would think that you could get drugs there. Uh-huh. Right? And it's so also really there, expensive. It's going to cost you like 20 bucks every time. Twenty bucks per gram or whatever, yep. you know, for this particular drug, and mm-hmm. the kids are writing it down. They're like, uh-huh. okay, <laughs> gotta see what my allowance and for a bit. And this is, I think Well, the funny part about it is they they always showed these in context of a bunch of people enjoying the drug. Yeah, there's like yeah. there's like eight kids and they're all standing around having a great time. They're like, hey, you want to you want to smoke some of this? Right. And the kids like, no. <laughs> and so it ended up it backfired because it made it look like everybody was partaking and that it, it was probably just like a pretty good time. Yeah. Basically, Although it turns out the that, message that is of, also true. The message yeah. of <laughs> D.A.R.E. is everybody's doing drugs. They're having a great time doing it. It's cheap and you can get them basically <laughs> everywhere. So. But don't though. Be sure to stay away from this. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't pan out. You know, if like, we can make a marketing campaign. It's like having this only education, right? Where it's like, guys, come on. Sex feels great. It's amazing. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> it just People can't even stop themselves from yeah, doing so it. So you got to try really hard to not. Yep. All right. Just try. Right. Cool. Yeah. Just don't. That'd don't do it. Right, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. If we can make an advertising campaign that works half as well as those ones backfired. We just got to tell people. We just got to make don't a dare. Don't play this game. Yeah. We got to make a dare campaign oh, for our yeah. game. We got to get government enrolled <laughs> to teach kids about the dangers of playing don't this say next it. game <laughs> that I can't name. Oh yeah <laughs> I mean, We probably should have <laughs> Announced <laughs> it on Wednesday Instead of Thursday So we could just say it On the podcast hey, Amen Too late do. Or we could postpone The podcast No we're not. Nope. Right. nope Too late Decisions made. Also in case anybody Hasn't noticed We all got diseased This past week This happened Yep Well I've got a bit of a I think we I code. came in on Monday. A bit of a code. I came in on Monday And I was like My body's On Monday no you Last Monday Yes You and Monique And mm. Tifa I think Simultaneous yeah. Simultaneously Simultaneously Came yeah, in. We're all sniveling. Everybody was like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was ruined. Then it crept. So I, let, let me tell you something. What? Seth? I, so I felt it too on Tuesday then. I go to bed. You know that throat feeling. Yeah, that throat I've, got I've got it right that, now. That oh, it's just right uh, back there. Where you, yeah, it's right there. It's, yep. it's the worst. That's the worst part of the whole thing because you know it's coming. And you don't know how bad it's. And gonna you get. don't know how bad it's going to be, but you know it's coming. You feel that pressure in the back of your throat. Kind of hurts a little bit to swallow, but it's not. You know, it's just like just the pressure. So start feeling that on Tuesday on Monday night going into Tuesday morning. I was like, I'm going to battle this thing. So I did sort of like all hands on deck. Dehydrated myself as much as possible, right? Because I'm like, I don't want any fluids for my body to work with to be able to fill my head with mucus. You know, right? I don't know. I'm turn myself into a human raisin. How it actually okay? works. Then, <laughs> then I gotta make sure that my immune system has all of the resources it needs. So I, he got real drunk. So I got real drunk. I ate tons of chocolate. <laughs> chocolate, uh, donuts. You did eat a bunch of chocolate donuts. I ate, that's uh, true. Uh, I oh, I ate oh, a half, half pound today. of chocolate a day. What? <laughs> Ate four donuts oh, wait, on wait, Tuesday. Wait, okay, and four up. donuts on Wednesday. So your your illness strategy was to dehydrate yourself and eat a dumb bunch of donuts? It's basically a it's basically a like a, an ultimate fighting this for like version a, of disease prevention. Were you like punishing your body for not doing for not yeah. good <laughs> job? <laughs> it needs to know Actually, who's yeah. boss. And here's the, Why thing, don't we use? That here's a the thing. Wednesday, I felt amazing. Thir- Tuesday, or Wednesday, Thursday, I felt amazing. Friday, amazing. Saturday, amazing. I was like, I have never felt better than this. Then on Sunday, it was like I had been sort of like building, and then on, like on Saturday, I was like, I'm gonna cut back on my donuts and chocolate <laughs> strategy because I feel like I, I feel like I made it. Like I overshot and I'm great mm-hmm. now. So I stopped, and then it was kind of like I had been like building up sandbags and holding back the floodwaters, you mm-hmm. know. And then all of a sudden. It there's, it little, there's a little, there's a break in it, and it just everything just came all at once. Mm. So Sunday, I just it was a shit show. It's worst worst hangover I've ever had. Ever. <laughs> uh, so maybe if I had kept eating nothing but that's chocolate, and donuts, clearly that's the best. That's, that's the only definitely... possible uh, uh-huh. <laughs> way that I could think of. Yep. So anyway. so for next time, I guess just eat more chocolate. Well, there's an interesting point here. Really? So all of us have gotten sick. Adam just started getting sick, and also had one of the more hilarious mornings mm-hmm. that he's had here. I mean, it wasn't hilarious really at the time. It's just one of those. <laughs> one, one of those. This was horrible, and in retrospect, just mounting frustrations mildly you know. entertaining. Yeah, but it did make me want to talk about the idea of regression to the mean because you could also explain so chocolate situation. here. Yes, because here's here's what happened and why this is important, and, and I and I want to talk about this because I went through a sequence of events this morning, which started with traffic being just. More intense than usual, so it just you know, took it. Just took me a while, which is always frustrating. to get to work, so I walk in the door, I walk downstairs, I step in something wet. <laughs> which, which, which I, nobody is, knows what it nobody is. Nobody knows what it is. It's either dog stuff or coffee, but it didn't look like coffee, so the it's probably is dog, dog it's stuff. Probably dog stuff. Uh, so, so I step in something dog wet deposits, and then I go and I'm like, and I go to the bathroom because I've just been in the car for forty minutes, so I you know, go to relieve myself. Got to flush the toilet. The chain falls off the fucking handle <laughs> so that it doesn't flush. And I have to, like, take the lid off and wring my hands in there and fix that. But it's, like, got all that blue stuff in there, you know? But it's, like, all up in the rim. So now so you're, yeah. like, I got blue shit now on my arms. Now you're covered in blue stuff. So then I go clean myself off. And this was, this was after I've, I've been battling some really intense uh, reflux for the past, like, two weeks. Is this about, so, is this about whenever we say GERD, GERD, that's what we're talking yeah. about. gastroesophageal reflux disease. It's so I've been battling true. that. And I like, was, finally kind of, like, starting to get it under control. And I also dodged this fucking cold that swept through the office. And then this morning I got up and I could feel that too. Right? So, <laughs> so like all these things kind of happen in in sequence, uh, which was very aggravating. But I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, this is this is this is one of those things that is is the, the cause of other people saying things like, you know, bad things coming threes, you know, and and uh and like <laughs> and feeling like the yeah, stars of a line, I feel like the the world is conspired against you. Um so I thought it was a good time just to just to talk about regression to the mean and the nature of randomness. Mm. Because randomness doesn't mean evenly distributed. And we've talked about this a bit in the context of... That's what evenly distributed games. is. That's what evenly distributed is. Because when somebody thinks of like random, they think like, you know, they, they actually in their mind kind of picture something that's evenly distributed, which is not random at all. And so when we're about things like using noise in video games to make really cool maps and stuff so that the game builds it using randomness... The only reason those are cool is because- We put a fuckload of rules on them. Well, there's rules, but also because randomness clusters, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and so those clusters feel non-random to us because for some reason, as people, we intuitively think that randomness means things are like equally spaced, you Mm -hmm. know? And every time there's a bunch, we're like, oh, that's a pattern and we identify that. Uh, so this is also true just with events that happen in your life. So if you get hit by a sequence of, like, bad things all in a row— Or a sequence of buses. Or buses. <laughs> or good or good friends. <laughs> or good buses. Any, any yeah. of those any of those things that, that wouldn't normally happen, but suddenly all happen in a row, that actually isn't surprising at all because that's actually the nature of randomness, right? Uh, so, but if you combine this with this, the, the fact that we always seek patterns, right? Then the moment two things have happened to you— Which is you, rare. Which is rare, but it happened. But it's still—it's rare, like— by a day, but it's gonna happen to you a few times a year right. at least, right? What well, I think also importantly is you're not gonna, like, maybe you stepped in something wet to like three weeks ago. Yeah, but if nothing it's, else really happened that right. day, it's not really a noteworthy mm-hmm. moment. But then right? it, it increases your confirmation bias, right? Right. Because now, when, starts, when bad things start to happen, you just assume you're having an unlucky day right now, mm-hmm. right? Or you go in, that, in your brain, you're like, oh, bad things coming through. He's like, now you're just waiting for that third thing. Right. So now something that normally wouldn't, you wouldn't even have noticed or given a shit about becomes that next it's bad thing. It's just some right? other bullshit yeah. you had to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> because actually, like, I have to, but the, the traffic this morning was really not much longer than it is on the kind of like the slightly higher side than average. It's like an extra know? five minutes. It was or just something. like an extra five minutes. Right. So really, like, that wasn't unusual. Completely normal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you were uh, three minutes late. Yep. To, for the work for yep. work day. uh right. The the toilet in the office is a little wonky, so I've like broken it a bunch of times. Actually, usually causing it to shoot water everywhere. How hard are you jamming <laughs> on that <laughs> flushing? Man? Hey, hey, listen, other people have done it too. Listen, it if you're me. not if you're not flushing like you know Mike Tyson delivering a knockout blow, then are yeah. you really um, flushing at all? Are you really? really not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's so, like that's happened to me before. I I haven't stepped in dog stuff for a while, so that was really that was the one new event, right? Mm-hmm. But they all just happened to be on the same day. And so for a moment, I felt, I was like, oh God, this is, like, is, is going to be a shit day, right? But I had to step back and be like, no, 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 that's not how this works, right? This is all independent events. And it just so happened today that they clustered. But further, it's actually now likely that the rest of my day is going to be great because it already was anyway, right? Because right. Uh, that was the most likely scenario. And there's this phenomenon called regression to the mean, which really is just a fancy way of saying that on average, things are average, So anytime something falls well outside of the average, probably you're going to go right back to how things were, right? So if you had a whole bunch of bad things happen, then now you're going to be fine again. If you had a bunch of good things happen, you're also now going to be fine again, but it's going to feel bad, like things got worse, right? When actually they just are back to average again. That's true. I just thought it was worth... Talking so, about so, so basically now that a bunch of shitty things have happened, it's not like now all of a sudden I'm not a protected. bunch of amazing things right. are going to happen. Really what's going to happen is your day is going to continue being a regular day from exactly. this point but forward It's going to feel a lot better, right? Right. It's going to feel better than how it started. Yeah. Cause there's so. this, cause there's this <laughs> other idea that people kind of superstitiously have that once you've had a string of bad luck, like, Oh now go buy like, a lottery ticket. Yeah, exactly. Now go buy a lottery <laughs> ticket, whatever. As if you've like spent your bad luck. Right. But really it's just because of regression to the mean, which is, it's just really unlikely for you to have a long string of bad luck. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that it becomes increasingly less likely it was just not likely the whole time well perhaps this right. is actually where the bad things come in three three's point comes across which is mm-hmm. which is actually to relieve people of worrying about it after like the third thing has happened <laughs> right. because
1: but it's it done. also like, but it also makes people
0: done. seek the third thing after that's the true. second one has happened and right? e- yeah like you said even something that's minor you'd view as as a much worse cuz you're anticipating yep. that next bad right. thing yeah so anyway so just all to say remember the world's chaos. Yeah, it's it was- not out to get you. And regression to the mean means if things are bad now, they're going to get better because they were going to anyway. Mm-hmm. As long as your average state, as long as better. your average yeah. state is better. Uh, and as long as you don't continue doing things that have nothing to do with it, because randomness has to do with things that are outside your control. Right. So, if you're doing things that are in, in control that are making you worse, then obviously you're going to get worse. So, so don't do probably, that. Probably not. Don't do that. Yeah. Avoid don't that. Don't do one. those things. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that was just good. You know, good. Cool. Reminds me of days when I will be, I'll break like one dish probably every like four months. You did one last week. I did. Mm-hmm. I shattered the shit out of the wine glass. Yep. Right? <laughs> I saw it happen. Yeah. So things break. Things are glass things. They break. They're mm-hmm. very fragile, you know. And sometimes when you're washing dishes, it's a little bit too, you'll carry get a carried away. It's like or, slamming or, on that slippery. toilet. You know, they got soap. You're all slippery. Over them. You're covered in soap, and mm-hmm. especially like, especially wine glasses are very unstable. And if you're washing wine glasses, yep. that means you might have had some wine, which means <laughs> you are unstable. You're also. unstable. And the more of them that you're washing, the more wine you've probably right. Had. You're unstable, oh, and wow, and the like more a- of them there are, the more likely that one of them's going to get jostled and fall over or something, uh-huh. or, run into or another knock one. other one's over. Yeah, right? It's like dominoes. So. Yeah, I mean, I've had days where we had, you know, guests. Over. This always happens when we have guests over because mm-hmm. the sink is full of glasses. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's not just because they're guests over; it's because as a consequence, there are glasses. Everywhere. Right. There's a lot of glasses, and there's, and I'm less stable as a, as just as a bat, like in balance, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm washing. I'm slippery. I'm covered in soap. I'm <laughs> standing over a pile of glass. <laughs> Things are gonna break, right? So sometimes this, this I'll break is three or four. This <laughs> is an image in my mind of you just covered in suds, <laughs> just rolling around on wine glass, broken glass. Just you use your whole body how, <laughs> to wash the dish. Mm-hmm. You got to go all in on that. On yeah, that but it is—it is really easy though to think just like, oh, it's just my luck. It's every time we have company over, I break a glass. It's so embarrassing, right? When it's like. No, it's of course, just, of course just that's conditions. the most likely time yeah. for you to break a glass. Conditions are perfect yeah. for breaking glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just remember, that the universe is not out to get you. Mm-hmm. If something is yeah, consistently this a, this happening. This isn't about you. you well, if something, is, if, <laughs> if something is happening that's consistently negative, right, it's unlikely to be the universe's fault. Let's just put it that way. Probably a structural it's probably problem. Your probably fault. your fault. Right? It's probably a structural <laughs> problem. Look into that. Yep. Or and, if it's not your fault, it's you a know, societal problem. Yeah, or it's Steve. Or Steve from HR, yeah. being a dick, playing pranks when it's not random, yeah. acting in concert. But then, but then there are there are entities that are acting against you. That is true. Mm-hmm. But the universe—that's a, thing. That's That's the a different thing. That's the Illuminati. We're just talking about you know, randomness. like Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Satan's a great example. Uh, Satan, yep. the Illuminati, <laughs> uh, things like that. I mean, obviously, those are the things that are literally conspiring against yeah. you together. Yeah, of course, uh, we're working together to make your life a, a, also, li- a literal there, like, living hell. There are lizard people, I think, to I'm pretty sure, Yeah. Yeah, you are those are people part of the Illuminati or is that a separate entity? You know, because how do they both? Rule well, the here's government the thing: at the they're same both time. very secretive. It's very likely that they both have sleeper agents and moles, sort of mm-hmm. infiltrating each other. But they don't even—they're so secretive they don't even know when they're in both groups at the same time. Uh, that's probably it. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And every every lizard person has secretly <laughs> infiltrated the Illuminati and vice versa, such that they're actually just one just complete entity, organization, yeah. but they're two organizations that operate independently. Right. They think they're operating independently. Right. Because really they're, they're doing what concert. they think that that organization would do. Right. To, in order to fit in, Right? even though they're actually part of one big And then they report back to their original people, who are actually people from the other organization, right. who left to go be sleeper agents. Yep. It's very simple. I don't understand <laughs> I understand why people get so confused about this stuff. <laughs> all right, so we have one final thing in the news, which is last week. That explains why world governments are so dysfunctional. Because they're, Cause they're actually... all just lizard people who infiltrated each yeah. other. I and- <laughs> think that, that makes sense. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. a, they all make an endless series of bad decisions because they're all, every single person is actually from a different government. Yeah. And everybody has just infiltrated <laughs> every other <laughs> right. government. We just basically shuffled everybody around. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, this would explain some of the, some of the more mm-hmm. recent happenings. Yeah, because things have gotten honestly. Weird. I kind of I kind of like this. <laughs> it explains more things than it should. Mm-hmm. The everyone <laughs> is a puppet. Yeah, I think I think by Occam's razor, this is now the thing we have to believe. The simplest Done. solution. Yeah, the simplest solution is that every person in government is a mole. Yep, or from some lizard, other or a lizard, lizard person, a, a mole person, or a lizard person <laughs> from some <laughs> other government, or an Illuminati person. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the last thing. On the news, before we get to some questions, is the more person challenge. Mm. Last week, we got a question from a listener who was asking about selfless acts, led to a very fruitful discussion, which bore many fruits, which bore avocado, wait, that's a berry. Uh, a, a berry. It's a fruit and a berry. I think All right. it's a droop. It's, is it's, a, a, droop? it's no. a droop and a berry and a fruit. Avoc- <laughs> Watermelon is a berry, avocado is a berry, banana is a berry. Raspberry is not a berry. That's a fruit. Coconuts are droops. I mean, all uh, berries are fruits, fruits, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. It's it's part of the subject. Anyways, back to the point. So (laughs) the discussion actually carried on after the podcast ended when we realized that using the word self in the word selfless is probably the most hilarious insertion of the self in an inappropriate place possible. Because the idea of selflessness is that you're putting others first. Correct. Or well, you can't even do it in the word. Right. The so word is not yourself. is not others first. It's selfless. Right. It's gotta still be about you somehow. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So- yep. <laughs> cut it out. Yeah. So the so the more person challenge was basically just do a thing for yourself and for another person uh, that you would otherwise not really do, right? That kind of like elevates yourself or elevates that person. So uh, my thing for this past weekend was actually Really taking the time to try to figure out how to get the most out of my weekend that mm. I normally wouldn't have done because we also got a question last week about weekends, which made me think about this. Um, because I have so many projects that I know like have been bothering me and I've also been bothering my wife that we've had all these house projects we just have not taken care of. There has of. been a huge pile of bricks by Seth Front Door for but here's Here's a the crazy year. thing. like I took the time last year to measure all these things to get the exact right number of bricks, <laughs> right? <laughs> And then I just fucking piled them up and just left them there for a year. <laughs> so we finally got around to laying these bricks down. Uh, and I was right down, were right. down to the exact it brick. Is, yeah, I remember when, uh, when our dad came up to help us do some like, gardening, garden prep and stuff last year. And, uh, and we had this goldfish pond at, at the house that my wife and I got. And we were like, we don't want a fucking goldfish pond. This is the thing we have to maintain, right? Um, So we're like, let's just fill this up with lava rocks, right? Which sounded Mm -hmm. cool. And so we're like, well, shit, how many of these do we need, right? Because it's a big volume. And I was like, well, just like it's roughly a cylinder. So let's just measure it and then – the cubic volume, and then just go get that many, right? So we did it, and we were like, okay, we're going to need 40 bags. 40 and, bags. And the whole time, Dad, dad, dad <laughs> was just, just kind of like- a little goldfish part. Yeah, Dad was kind of like making fun of me. He was like, oh, you know, just like, and, What are you uh, going to do with all these extra <laughs> lava rocks? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then we like, we filled the back of his truck, and like, and we ended up having to make it two rounds because it like filled up so mm-hmm. high, but the back of his truck looks like it's the same size as the pond, right? So mm-hmm. we're looking at this- and he was like, this just seems like too many. I'm like, I did the math. The math checks out. The math was, <laughs> it just is what it is, right? And then sure enough, we needed exactly 40 bags to, nice. to fill the thing. Yeah, like it, was, it was right on the level. Yep. Yep. So you got all this stuff done this weekend. Yeah, I feel great. I mean, aside from the you know murderous plague right. that I'm under. Um, mm-hmm. And because I know that Sampy, my wife, had had a conversation with somebody a few weeks back saying something about how, uh, she's just like I've just given up on a lot of these house projects because we've got so many things we want to do and we just don't ever take the time to do it. It's like I'm gonna take the time. Nice. So I did. It was good. 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 Well, you got uh, what you got. Uh I actually completely forgot about everything we talked about in the podcast <laughs> is what we tend to afterwards, do afterwards and so I forgot about the more I forgot about all of it. We we do operate very goldfish like in terms yeah. of we record the podcast and then minutes later we're like it's as if it never happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we it is it everything. is already how I try to operate my life anyway, yeah. which is which is not trying to put myself or others like in relative orient, orientation to each other in a hierarchy you know. Mm-hmm. Uh so I just kept doing that. Nice. I Good job, Adam. <laughs> keep on. Keep no. on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, one of mine, which I think is a funnier one, is when, when my wife gets sick, uh, even with like a small cold, she behaves as if she's got the black death. And mm. so she's like, okay, oh it uh, hurts. I like, have a sore throat. It's fine. So, her and the dog both picked up some illness. So, she picked up mine from this office. How plant. much did the dog complain? The dog has just been sneezing all over the place, but otherwise, he's just chilling. Is so just like snot everywhere? No, what's where He's sneezing, but nothing comes out. I don't understand. Yeah. How it's does a dogs dog work? Dang. That's weird. I don't know. They I got they have, got very different nose structures. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it was wheezing a bit yesterday, which is hilarious sounding. But anyway, so so last night we're going to bed and Diana's had this headache from this thing, which happened to me too on the second day, had his headache that just lasted the whole day. And so that's where she was. And uh normally, of course, because coming from where we like how we grew up. As far as how someone would treat you when you're sick, they're like, "Here's your soup, go to bed or whatever," and then you just kind of take care of yourself more so, I guess. Like you get your meds, do whatever. People don't really take care of you so much as you take care of your stuff. Right. Um, Diana's family operated on the other half of the spectrum on that. So, so usually I'm a little more, you know, pushy about. I'm just like, "No, I'm not getting you. <laughs> take your drugs. Take your drugs. Go to bed. <laughs> Leave me alone." Um, but you know, yesterday I was like. I'm like my, both my dog and my wife are dying of the plague, and so uh, Diana and the dog both were very cold. So I was like, I'm gonna get up, and I was near sleep, like 9:45, which I know is early bedtime, but I was near sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was very tired, near sleep, and Diana's like, I'm cold, which of course might be the thing where it's like, are you telling me to do something mm-hmm. right now? But instead of so, being, so see, you were just like, that sucks. Well, that's what <laughs> I usually about that. That's crazy. You should get, get some more body heat. <laughs> um, get a blanket. But instead, I was like. Let me go. Let me grab some blankets. So I went, grabbed some blankets from the room, and I put them on her. And then I was like, you're going to need more blankets. And so I went. (laughs) I ripped off one of the huge down comforters from inside the closet, which is complete overkill for the situation. But for some reason, I just felt like doing it. I came back in, so we had two down comforters just on her half of the bed. Dogs covered. Everybody was covered. Wake up this morning. She was like, you know, thanks so much for doing that last night. Because I actually feel a lot better. He's like, you know, I threw the second one off like halfway through the night, but I think <laughs> I think the heat helped a lot. I thought you were gonna say, and then you made a third trip, and you grabbed the couch, <laughs> and laid that on top. I just piled just all the piled furniture every on Piece of furniture, mm-hmm. There's a yes. lot of insulation. It's yeah, good. so mine so so actually came uh, came last night, but that was that's it. So same thing where I was like, I'm just gonna just gonna do the nice thing. Mm-hmm. Not worry about it. Way to go. Way to way to be. Oh, go. good. You yeah. good job, Sam. Feel good. I felt like felt like more of a person. <laughs> felt, yeah, more person. More person <laughs> challenge. <laughs> All right, so let's get on to some questions. Uh, these questions come from our listeners over at net. So if you'd like to get your question answered on the podcast, head on over there and ask it. First question comes from just some dude. Would you consider making your mobile exclusive games, such as Roid Rage, Flop Rocket, and more importantly, Quadrupus Rampage, into PC ports and releasing them on Steam? Mmm. If only it were so easy as porting. Yeah, so there's a, we got a, we got a marketing problem. Well, there's a marketing problem. There's a general there's a problem, tech problem. which is which is So let's, let's take an example of a game like this So the, the the general point here is that... Which moving, wasn't on that list, by the way. No, it wasn't? Okay, let's no. take Quadro. <laughs> <laughs> Quadro is actually a good example, too. So uh, any example of these games, uh, any product that's not necessarily built for or with a particular platform in mind means that if we want to go retrofit it, which is kind of what you have to do for that platform, there's actually a, a considerable amount of work that needs to be done that's not necessarily obvious. So in the case of a game like Quadrupus Rampage, what that would amount to is actually overhauling the UI completely. Um, The game is also the resolutions low. Pretty Mm -hmm. sure it's it's built for like a 960 by 540 screen. It's built for phones. All our original mobile games are 540p resolution because at the time we were building them iPhones were kind of the dominant mm -hmm. mobile device and it was 960 by 540 was the default resolution. Which means potentially we might need to up-res all of the art which would be take a yeah. long time. Yeah. And then that means that Seth would actually have to go in and reset all of the sprite origin points in and recode everything in the game that involves positioning or movement. Correct. Which by the way, is most things in a game. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, so there's there's all that and then some more stuff. In and that's probably same in the process we'd probably need to make some robots to at least make that a little bit exact yeah. of a pain in the ass. And so there's a bunch of these things that that oftentimes if if someone asks us to do we'll look into and then realize that something that even sounds like a really good idea, just right off the bat, like, Oh yeah, let's just, let's just port Quadrupus to PC. Um, we do it. And then we realize that if we want to hit an act, what we would call a good quality bar on the thing, there's no way that we can just sort of easily punt it over. Yeah. So, so I guess as far as the possibility of those things, they're always possible, but they're, they're unlikely to be done by, uh, by the three of us because the highest leverage activities we can do tend to be around making new games or making big new pieces of tech. Um, we have talked internally about tossing those over to uh, Sure and Tifa, for example, while we're sort of in between projects, so that they have something to work on and that they can sort of cut their teeth on one of these bigger projects that has some structure already built into it. So that would require us to be in between projects. Yep, which we're not currently. So because yeah. um, so, we got that new game announcement coming on yep, Thursday. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. So uh, this, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing, but um, probably not. I would say. Yeah. Well, there's also the. Uh, we could we could do it and just just put them up on Steam as is right. I mean sure. that, that is a thing we could do. Um, but there's an extra marketing problem that we have to push against, which is we started as a mobile only studio and now we've moved into being a cross- platform studio. Mm-hmm. And if you look at our reviews for Crashlands on PC or desktop focused uh, review sites, they universally rate the game lower, dramatically lower than what we would get on mobile review sites. Um, because of the perception of mobile games as just being worse, mm-hmm. like just being worse game experiences. And so we have this, this perception problem that we are now trying to dig out, we're of. trying to dig out of where we're, we we do not want to be viewed as a mobile game studio. We just want to be viewed as a game studio. And so, um, if we took the games as they are and just put them onto steam without mm-hmm. doing all that work that like Sam further complicate the image, then right. we, yeah, then we just, we dig We throw ourselves right back into that hole that we've been right. trying to dig back out of. So we, do, we may have some other plans for those games. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Who knows? But maybe, maybe. it doesn't involve Steam. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it may not. And, and, it, if, might if it, it, it might involve Steam. Yeah, we who don't knows? know. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Talk about it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next question comes from Bula. Also, I want to say this question is very poetic. Mm. So brace your earlobes. I'm braced. All right. Adam writes, right? Ever finished a short story or novella? Shed some light. Submitted one to a publisher. And what genre do you like as a customer? I'd gander sci-fi. Might I be right? <laughs> nah. <Nice. laughs> so Adam, you write uh, stuff. Did you write a book? Do you I write- haven't do you write sci-fi and have you submitted to a publisher? I have not written recently. Yeah, back in twenty twelve, which was like a million years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm, twen- shit, that was five years that ago. That's when I that graduated. Was five from years from ago. Yeah. I did uh Remo. Which is coming up again in a What is months. it? What is that? That is National Novel Writing Month. So I guess if you said it, it'd be na na na-no- na rima ma ma ra- ma-, ra- ma yeah na na rima nanarima rose off the top uh, every every November NaNoWriMo happens and uh, it's some some nonprofit organization that basically just does this big book novel writing challenge for the month and so your goal as a participant is to write fifty thousand words five zero thousand words. Uh, during that month, uh, which is basically a short novel, right? So mm-hmm. it's like 200 some pages or something. Um, and, and the idea is to, to, use that as a, as a way to show, Hey, you can actually, you know, do something of that kind of like a game jam. Basically. It, is, it is. Yeah. It's basically a long, a long jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then with the hope that maybe at the end you, ha- you have a draft of something that you could then polish up over the coming months into, into an actual novel or something. So I did that long ago. And did some short story writing half a a decade ago. Half a decade ago, and did some short story writing (laughs) after that. So, which is all to say that that was long enough ago, and yes, it was sci-fi. That I would not, (laughs) uh, that I would not consider myself a writer in that in a meaningful sense. Though I can write, you can write, and you have written, and I have written. um, But I am going to be doing Nana this year. You're doing it. Ooh. I'm gonna do it. Ooh. Should we spin up a Nano Remo channel? What I, was thinking I would love on to on the Butterscotch we Discord. Do that. Yeah. So let's let's that'd do be it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's November, right? That's the November. We got time. Yeah, we yep. got time. So Nano Remo month is November. Block out November, and it is a little complicated because that month includes Thanksgiving break. Right? Also, Which no shave November. Yeah. So you got to grow. You All of the hair. Grow every, every piece of hair you have on your body mm-hmm. needs to be as long uh, as possible. You turn <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a mountain person riding hermit, yep. basically. Yeah, yep. people often associate No Shave November with, like, mustaches and beards. But frankly, I mean, there's so many places Anything you can grow goes, hair. Anything mm-hmm. Arms, legs. Other places. Back. Like, your back. <laughs> <Yep>. Front, <laughs> bottoms of your feet, <laughs> anywhere Yeah, you just cannot shave mm-hmm. The end Which yeah. is great Because you can take all the shaving Time savings
1: Put, put it that to a book Yeah
0: Well, I want to talk to you Because I joined for the 2012 one I think I did it in 2014 As well I've done it twice now mm-hmm. And we did, we, all we did was We had a spreadsheet going That would track how many words You needed to write per day to stay yeah, on target, yeah. and it would adapt to how many you have written, so you'd always know how behind you were and how mm-hmm. to catch up. And then so. you could see, and everybody else was in the spreadsheet, and so you could see, I could see, oh, Adams, Adam, like, plowed, he wrote eight thousand words over the last two days. What? A oh beast. my god! Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna catch up. Um, and it became actually, it was a really good, it was a fantastic little thing to do. So, yeah, it kind of helps have that uh, societal pressure kind of put on you, yeah. like a friendly kind, you know, where everybody else is doing it, you can see everybody else is, and mm-hmm. so if you fall behind, you're like, ooh, I, you know, I want to. I want to be part of that group that's like actually. Right. actually so one actually thing I'd recommend it. before you head into NaNoWriMo, get your typing skills up because oh, the reality shit, is, yeah. all you don't even, You're not editing. You just gotta get the damn words out. So it's all about speed. If you can't means, type at seventy whippums, mm-hmm. then you're typing. It's not time. even National Writing a Good Novel Month. No, no. You're just trying to write. It's actually definitely writing a bad novel. Just month. a novel. Correct. Yeah. So Te- something that technically meets the minimum standard word limit. So if you need to go practice your mold. keyboarding skills, go to keybr.com. So we use in-house to practice keyboarding fast. Not keyboarding as in piano, but keyboarding as in your keyboarding. keyboarding. There's, mm-hmm. yep. Is yep. that the website where they have that racing car game? Yeah, you can race people. We destroy everybody in the racing game. Yeah, it's not even a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Compete. Uh, but yeah, so until... until So check out Nanarimo I think it's like NaNoWriMo.org. Mm-hmm. So I guess n a n o w r i m o right dot org. Um, so check that out so that you kind of know what you're getting in for um, and uh, you can read about what other people have done all their you know tips and tricks and all that kind of stuff and you should definitely put on doing it And, and it was in the interim get those types It did help a ton when we came to writing the crash line story. It did because yeah. we're used now to putting out volume, which is really that's like the only thing that matters. honestly yeah, you actually to yeah, to find was, out is between so I did that before I wrote my dissertation mm. and it helped enormously to write my dissertation. Because that was a 120-page fucking right. thing, right? Uh, which that was less about speed, because that had to be actually like, done really well. Um, but even still, like, knowing that I had written 50,000 words in the past, you know? It's not that big a deal anymore. It just wasn't that big of a right. deal. And now having done both of those things, like, doing something like the Crashland story, it just wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. It was just a thing we had to go do, you know? NBD. Right. Um, NBD. So I think, so think uh, NaNoWriMo is great for, you're, you're going to come out with something bad, almost guaranteed, that's exactly, that's, fine. The point. that's exactly the point because the yeah. whole idea is that you got to come out with something and it's actually not going to be as bad as you thought. Like I was It'll pretty su- entertaining. It'll be entertaining, but it was, but I was pretty surprised by it. Like I went back and read it uh, maybe a year or two ago, which was in years afterwards, you know? And I was like, well, like, like clearly this could be a lot better. It but has then, some of the bones. It's actually not that bad you know? of a good story. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then you've done it, right? And then you've, you've written that many words in that short of a time. Uh, which most people never have. I think and it's I can it's get a, a transformative thing, just like a game jam. Yep. It, is, it truly is. So, yeah, do, so do, it. Should do it. All right, next. Well, we got All right, next question comes from MK. Hey, guys. Hey. So, I'm married and have two girls. The only time that I have to myself is when everyone is embedded sleeping. Mm. When do you guys have time to do what you want to do? And how do you spend that time? you ever choose to sleep rather than game? I mean, yes. Yeah, definitely. I almost always choose sleeping over gaming. Nowadays, yeah. So I, I want to talk about my approach to this past weekend yeah, because, yeah because there's an interesting thing that I've noticed, which is uh, I generally feel like I don't spend my free time in a way that I actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, like in retrospect, like in the moment, I feel like, oh yeah, sure. I'm just like hanging out, whatever. And then after the fact, uh, I'm, I'm still stressed about the things I need to get done. I feel like I don't have enough time to do the things I want to do. And then it compounds the problem when somebody's like, Hey, you like, you want to go grab dinner or Hey, you want to like go do this thing. And I think, You're "Fuck like, no, I don't I have no time. <laughs> You're like, right? There's all these things I need to do. And then you don't go. And then when I do have time, I also don't do those things. Right. And so this kind of comes down to the idea of, of understanding uh, what it is that you put your time toward that actually you don't really give a shit about, mm. which is usually where free time goes it kind of like lands in these categories. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so this past weekend we had all these projects in the house. I think I had a list of something like almost 30 things that needed to be taken care of errands, those bricks, cleaning stuff, uh, doing a bunch of yard work and cleanup projects and stuff that uh, I could just continue to let them sit for weeks and weeks and months and months and months. But then they will always be in the back of my mind as something that definitely needs to get done. And so I woke up on Friday and I was like, here's my plan for this weekend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna not be on any social media or any sort of like online uh communities, I guess. So no YouTube, no Reddit, no like just none of these sort of time wasters. I've actually unsubscribed from Netflix, so that's no longer a problem. Nice. Um, but also not just not watching any TV shows or movies online, um, none of that stuff. And once I made that commitment, then my next question was, okay, so what I'm gonna do now. And then I actually made the decision of what to do. So I, I wrote out my priority list. I walked around the house with a notepad, made a list of all the things I wanted to do, and then I just did them. And uh, I got almost every single thing on the list done. Well, let me talk about this real quick. Cause so, so we have our, an internal tool that we call the Studio Feed that Andy built. And people pop in there at the end of every workday and sort of report on all the stuff that they got done. And people can comment. And it's sort of like a, uh, it's not Twitter. It's sort of like an internal long form like blogging, blogging tool. system. It's really easy for everybody to pop in and see. And so, uh, yesterday I read Seth's post about his weekend activities. And on Sunday morning, you end up waking up at like five a.m. because you're pretty jazzed about life. Yeah, all of a sudden, I just shot out of bed at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you're like, I could go these things to do. And, and then, then I then, programmed for seven hours. And then I got like thirty other things done. Right. And this so, is while I was while I was coming down with the Black Death. Mm-hmm. So, so I read I read Seth's uh, feed entry about this weekend experience, this experiment he did. And uh, this was as I was heading home yesterday. And I've got I got a cold. Um, again, family's kind of a little ill currently. So I was heading back home and then uh, got home and I I just said, you know what? I'm going I'm to do the same thing. I want to make a big list of all the outstanding projects that we have that have just sort of been sitting there for a long time. And so I sat down with my wife and made a big list. And then we uh, started redesigning one of the upstairs rooms. I ended up going out. It's dusk. So it's still bright enough to do stuff. But usually I'd be like, nah. It's dark. It's too dark. <laughs> but I, just, when I was like, fuck And there are mosquitoes. Well, I, so I, That's my main excuse. I, I sprayed myself with this crazy yeah. thing called mm-hmm. insect repellent. Turns out there's a product. Yeah, this yeah, is just doesn't work for everyone <laughs> yeah. And then I, I, I took a broom around the house and beat all the cobwebs off of my house. I was like, spiders, be gone from the facade of this building. And nice. then ran around and ripped all the weeds out of the yard. Um, and this was a project. Both those projects have been on my list probably for like a month. But again, same thing. And you could have just done them. Could have just done them in a long period of time. But um, (laughs) but I think this does get, it's, it's these interesting things where part of it's knowing what it is that you actually find important to do. And I find for me personally, if I haven't decided that before, before I get to the place where it would be a good time to do it. So in other words, like if I, if you're deciding in the moment, then I'm not going to make a good decision. You got got to pre-build your list. So I've, yeah. So I sort of have a, a running list now of just things to do in my quote unquote off time. And that even includes my, my gaming habits used to be very different actually than they are now, where they used to be more of that sort of aimless stuff where I'd be like, well, if I have nothing to do, sort of, If I have nothing to do, I'll just hop in and do this thing. Just go play some Terraria or something. Now they're extremely goal oriented. So when I play Diablo, like I actually developed a whole list of things that I want to do in Diablo and I just have it on a sticky note next to my computer, and I'm like, I want to get want to get this thing for a Kanias cube and apply these legendary powers to my body. Or I want to get the fifth piece of this this uh, armor set, which I'll do by doing these two things or whatever else. So when I go do that, even if I have 30 minutes, usually I'll walk away and be like, that was kick-ass. Yeah, made progress towards yeah, made progress. clearly defined, predefined goals. Yeah, and so I guess the, the question, like, how do, you, how do you do stuff when— when your time is actually really limited in this case, particularly having, having a family, having two kids, it's already, you have to already know where your priorities are right. and what your tasks are. Yeah. Right. Before that time. Well, starts. And, and there's, yeah. yeah. So you, you pre decide what your projects are going to be. Um, because otherwise time just gets away from you. Yeah. Cause like it turns out you, you probably have more time than you realize you have. Mm-hmm. Um, but it tends to be spent on things that you don't think about, which means you don't even notice it's passing. Right. And so for it example, feels like you don't for example, if you go to the bathroom and spend any time on your phone, if you spend you like an deleted extra 30 minutes, minutes yeah. you deleted thirty minutes from your day while your legs are falling asleep. Yeah. For <laughs> and yeah. that was one of the ones where I cut that out months ago, or I guess weeks ago probably. And then I was like, Oh wow, I've, I can go beat cobwebs out of my front yard because With this extra 30 minutes because it's like sitting on a toilet and <laughs> you can feel your legs. It's incredible. Yeah. But yeah, so I think uh, part of it is kind of taking stock of where your time is actually going. Um, and then, yeah, being, being prepared for that, for that quote unquote free time, because it can be, it's enough of a vacuum and there's enough distractions these days that will automatically just pull you in. So if you don't, if you're not already prepared, it's kind of like going out in the wilderness, then, then you're going to die. That's basically it. That's true. Yep. You're just going to be killed. (laughs) Yep. Probably by a spider that you knocked out of it. Oh, and there's, there's one other piece to this, which is, it comes to the idea of batching. Mm -hmm. So try to set aside time where possible to do multiple projects, like back to back in one big chunk of time. And you have to be like a shark you carry the momentum forward. Yeah, you yeah. don't, as soon as you're like, I'm going to take a quick, you know, 20 minute breather to like watch YouTube. Yep, you're, you're that's done. it. You're done. Yep. you're done. You're done. You can't, you can't get out back yeah. out of that. I still thoroughly recommend uh, the tomato timer concept. Just you set a timer for 25 minutes. Well, when you enter into doing a thing, just try it because it, for whatever reason, it seems to help in terms of like, getting your focus. What home. happens at the end of that timer? Then you either don't notice it goes off because you're doing the thing. The internet shoots a cherry tomato into your mouth oh, as so a reward, like a, like a Pavlovian response. Yeah. <laughs> but I, actually, I, w- I would like to hear from, from uh, Kulibu in particular, but I mean, anybody who is perhaps in a more time-pressed situation at home with kids, the We kid, do need family, a real mechanism to hear from people. I know. You know? Just like drop this a, is... a tweet comment, just like, we'll find Well, it. well this was from MKED. It was MKED? Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Should from, we from make M-Kade. an email address for this, or is that... Maybe. maybe we'll have to do the next week. I know, that, um, I don't know. But yeah, so if, if this is the case, let us know what does work for you. Because of course there's the, the one wrinkle here, which is none of us are in that particular situation yet. Yeah. We don't have kids. We're just kiddos at home. I so. do have a talk called do what you want, which is That's about good. many of these. Mm-hmm. Particular things. Yep. Uh, look it up on YouTube. You find it on our YouTube channel. Can I have a talk about how to decide between things. Which may which, be up later. Which might which be. On you on may or may YouTube not channel get later. To see <laughs> in the future. Yeah. Actually, by the time the podcast comes out, well, we still definitely won't have it up. But yeah. at some point afterwards, yeah, we're gonna edit it probably or something. Yeah. So. All right. So next question yeah. comes from Mia Kitty, who says, "I feel like you need a non-number one Australian fan. Number one Australian mm-hmm. fan, mm-hmm. Mia Kitty, mm-hmm. who's been our fan since day one, a half a decade ago." Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mia Kitty says, I feel like you need a non-work-related question for a change. Yeah. I've been listening to a 90s Spotify playlist and remembering my childhood music obsessions. Oh, my God. Did you each have a band or Spice song Girls. you were obsessed with, and did you have a family favorite? Family favorite. We we played a lot of Alanis Morissette and Weird Al. Yep. I listened to the Spice Girls obsessively. Don't know what Ace that was of about. Ace of Base. Ace of Base. Ace yep. of Base is good. So basically, and Queen. So basically, each of us had, like... Once we were old enough to be in different rooms, because we were, I think, in the same bedroom until I think I was in like third grade or something like that. Yeah, I don't And remember. we were all piled up in bunk beds. Mm-hmm. So once we each got our own rooms, then we each also got this like little stereo systems to, that we could play. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. We could play with CDs off batteries. Yeah, but each of us only had like one CD. This shit's expensive. Man. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we get like one every birthday. Yeah. So, so we each got, pick like, one, one. Per year. So I think Adam had Ace of Base, I had Alanis Morissette, <laughs> and I think Sam had the Spice Girls. Yeah. When did Weird Al come in there? Because there was a lot of Weird Al. Somehow we also. ended up with Weird Al. I think that came a little bit later. Yeah, we listened to a lot of Queen, and then our, our <laughs> dad in particular loved the Bee Gees. Uh, Basically just like 70s disco yeah, stuff. Yeah, ABBA. Yep. A lot of oh, ABBA. ABBA. Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of that. A lot of ABBA. So cool. And of course, some Backstreet Boys oh, thrown yeah. in there. Backstreet Boys and Head yeah, yeah, That nice. was one of the things that we loved it. At first, and then we were trained to hate it by everybody around us, and then now, later in life, we have realized how much of a loss that was yeah. to, to hate a thing for no reason. It yeah. Turns out Spice Girls, Backstreet Boys- Killing oh, it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. killing Britney it. Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Britney Spears. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, also, there's a follow-up question. Hmm. Do you have a current song obsession? Do you have particular jams you crank up to volume 11 in The Office? Yes. We Turned do down form. for what? Turned down for what? It Which, if you have not often. seen that music video- do yourself a trick. Buckle, buckle yourself <laughs> buckle, in. <laughs> you buckle your whole body. Buckle your whole body, because well, uh, <laughs> oh, and if you find things distasteful, maybe don't. But but you're not listening to this podcast. <laughs> this that's fair. Um, <laughs> that's a fair point. Yeah, what songs? I So I tend to I pick a song and play it on a repeat for like three or four days. But are we talking like office songs though? Because we got. find a new one. Yeah, well, we do play the final countdown at the end of the work week as we're Uh as we're going up to the very last minute of the work week. We Mm -hmm. used to have the Miley minute, yeah, which it at two oh seven every day. We're some Miley Cyrus, but we decided that was too distracting to just like interrupt everybody and be like, listen to Miley. (laughs) Miley's got some things to say. She did come in like a wrecking ball, though. So I mean, it was appropriate. She did. Yeah, she just but it was very distracting. Shatter your attention. We tried to do the Perry pause, which was Katy Perry. Uh, but Katy Perry, man, some of her songs are just way too, way too rambunctious, it's really <laughs> whack. <laughs> really throws the vibe off. Every so often, if we're really digging into something, we'll play Britney Spears's uh, "Work Bitch." Mm, that's, that's a good, particularly a good, good one. Yep. You know, yeah, it's very good. a good. Good one to get your get your focus on. Uh-huh. You get some video game music in there uh, here and Quince there. Gwen Stefani. Oh yeah. I gotta say though, that Britney Spears song is real. It's real focused on just sort of like buying vehicles, it's material wealth. It's all about vehicles. All she cares yeah. about it is, is just like having vehicles. Yeah. I you mean, you don't want. want a Maserati, that's but it, it, it does make basically. the important point that if you do want those things, then you had better work, comma, bitch, yeah. or, <laughs> or just have like a trust fund, you know, just be born into an incredibly yeah, wealthy that works family. Also. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that, that, you, that, you, that you makes know? for a longer sort of song lyric. that's a little bit less inspirational also. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. 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 You want a Bugatti. You better work or not have to. You better be born into an extremely wealthy family and have a trust fund yeah. that you can just pull from whenever you want a Bugatti. Yeah, yep. A little less yeah. inspiring. Yeah. A less, yeah <laughs> just a little less in your control. Yeah. Or or work hard, but also have upward mobility because you were born in a society that allows for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So we we also, those are some alternative versions. Yeah. They of did that do as well in Focus. They creeps. did. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but there's also, we listen to the the secret, is it the secret song from- yeah oh, The secret level music. The secret level music from Battle Block Theater, which if you haven't mm-hmm. heard of, it's insane. Um it's quite so good. It's quite good. It's very entertaining, very good, and it's just sort of- it's, uh, I think well, I think what happened was they they had the background music and they sent it to uh, Stamper? Stamper, who's I don't Is know voice actor. He's their voice actor, yeah. and they were like, just like throw some mouth noises on top of this. And he, he, and he did, did it did. apparently in just like in one take. Did he really? He just he re- <laughs> well, he recorded a bunch of tracks on like on and overlaid them on top. But he just like just recorded it straight through. And I did the next track, recorded that straight through, <laughs> just sent it right back to him, and they're like, perfect. <laughs> and it's just it's just. It's just mouth chaos. Great. I think would be the way yeah. to describe it. Yeah, yeah. mouth chaos. So that's pretty good. Last question of the day comes from Degeki. This one this might be a thorny one. Mm. So get your rose get her, handling gloves on. <laughs> nice. Okay. I was going to go with thistles, but I, I get your it was... get your thistle boots ready. <laughs> right. Degeki says, in regards to your elevated social platform, podcast, Discord, etc. In other words, we have a, a broadcasting mouthpiece that we can send out to people. What are your thoughts about discussing social issues, recent mm. racial and political tensions, supporting various causes, etc.? And how do you approach those discussions in personal life? Mm. Uh, okay. We, we, so this is one of those things that unfortunately we've had to talk about a lot more recently because of lots of crazy things that have been because happening. Because of all these fucking lizard people <laughs> in the government. <laughs> Uh, also, there was, a, <laughs> there was a hurricane that basically destroyed Houston, yep. which is horrible. But here's the thing: you all know all the things that are happening. Yeah, there's right? lots of other. There's lots of things that are talking podcasts about that. and news outlets mm-hmm. you can get. Yeah, Sorry. the idea here is this is supposed to be as much as possible a place where you get to not worry about that because that's also how we treat our workspace, right? Mm-hmm. That's how we treat the office. The office, there's no political talk. Not we're all actually in agreement anyway. So, no. <laughs> which is. Uh, I guess maybe more reason to not talk about it. Um, But but the idea here is that if you, if people want to talk to each other about that kind of stuff, like outside of work, that's fine. Right. But, but the workplace is about us having a a defined space where we all are collaborating on the same problems, where we have the same issues we're working through and where we get to just seek joy in the stuff that we're doing, which means Mm -hmm. mostly cutting off all the bullshit from the outside world. That's always trying to do stupid things to us. Right. Uh, And so, and the podcast and all the stuff that we make um, as well as just in work. It's a sanctuary. It's a sanctuary where where we, kn- we know all this stuff is happening and we know, you know, all this stuff mm-hmm. is happening. And uh, and there's a good chance that a lot of you, but not all of you uh, agree with us on most uh, most sort of political principles. Right. Um, but. That's not what this is about. You're gonna hear us make right. comments now and then, like we just did earlier, right? Uh, <laughs> making making some little jabs at at the world, Perhaps a, right? A veiled a veiled understanding of what what we feel. About. <laughs> yep. um, but uh, but but again, that's not what this is for, right? And sometimes it is going to intersect with things that we talk about, um, and for the most part, we'll actually just try to avoid those because it's right. not what this is for. Yeah, I think that, that's that's sort of where we've where we've arrived at it. And yes, we do have a platform, but we do think that. There are not many channels these days that if you used to go there just to be entertained, that you can still go and do that. And the most recent one I heard about was actually in Splatoon, which is interesting. So Splatoon allows you to, like, before a match starts, you have to run down, you have to, like, run to the match area. And players can put, like, a speech bubble using iconography, like a very limited set of things. Um, They can put a speech bubble on NPCs that are on the way. And so these people essentially, like, will say these things to you. And so apparently now... Uh, just with all the crazy stuff that's been happening in the world, you can't, you can't play platoon without having political messaging or just talks about even tragedies that are happening. Even if they're, even if you're in agreement with them, that's not the point. It's just that you can't necessarily have some of that time and, and some of that space for yourself to just enjoy something else and not necessarily be, uh, be poked by it. Because the reality, I think we, what we've, what we've come to understand from, from working here is that most things, um, especially with the news today, they, they strike as very, very urgent and very, very important. Um, and they might be very important, but the reality is most of the time, for most of us, you can't do anything about it. So the urgency kind of goes away. So you could cases. take on all the stress of the world onto yourself if you want to, but it doesn't help you at all. Right. And you can't help anyone else either. Right. So so our goal, and, and we understand that it's, it's a, it is a particular position to take with regard to this, this all this new stuff. But I think the reality is if we started commenting on everything that happened, I mean, we wouldn't even have the show anymore. Yeah, well, I, the, way, the way happening. I see it is, mm-hmm. you know, it, as as video game developers, um, we have sort of two jobs. Uh, one is to entertain people and to sort of provide them with various outlets to uh, escape. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we have another job, which is to make people proud of themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And so part of that comes through our games where we actually create artificial worlds and to provide sets of challenges for people them the tools they need and then they can overcome those challenges and feel pride. Right. Um, but also that's what our podcast is oriented toward as well, which is, you know, a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the show and a lot of the things we talk about in our uh, talks that we give and stuff like that are focused around teaching people how to do, just how to do things better and how to like get more out of life and just how to, how to uh, live in a way that you can feel really good about. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's kind of like taking that game design approach uh, and applying that to everything that you do, and so and I think I think it, it's definitely my belief that if uh, if we're conveying to everybody how we think about stuff and how how to how to approach life and you know, all this kind of stuff, if, if that kind of stuff is things that people want and they believe in, they will undoubtedly come to the same conclusions that we have come to because you're, you're actually thinking about stuff, mm-hmm. right? And most of the stuff that you go hear and listen to that's about politics and all this kind of stuff. The reason it's even about the, uses the word politics is because it's about bullshit of people thrown at each other, right? Mm -hmm. It's not actually about thinking about anything. And this is, this is a podcast about thinking about stuff. So sometimes it's going to intersect with things that are happening, but we're not going to talk about it in terms of politics because politics is just bullshit. That's all that it is. Put that on a mug. (laughs) And there's no space for that. (laughs) Here, this is just about thinking through problems. Yeah. So we're going to keep, we're going to keep doing it like this and that's it. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Any final thoughts on that? Nope. All right, you guys. Mm. Well, that's all the time we have for today, for this week, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'd like to thank our studio wrangler, Monique, for putting this episode together. Our producer, Fat Bard, for making us sound good, uh, despite us having colds and stuff. And the b dev team, Andy Tifa and Sure, for continuing to build stuff while we're in here doing this podcast. Special thanks to our community moderators who keep our Discord and forums running. And, of course, we'd like to thank uh, you all, our listeners, for coming back every week to listen to us. If you would like to get more involved in the Butterscotch community, you can hop into the Discord server at bit.ly slash bsdiscord. Come say hello. We may even have a Nano Remo channel in there mm-hmm. oh, yeah. soon. Yep. Uh, we Should also a have note. a mailbox, so if you'd like to send us uh, candy, nope. chocolate, and donuts to kind of help <laughs> us get over our colds, mm-hmm. uh, you can do that. Head on over to mailbox.bscotch.net. Also, we are in the midst of a review drive, trying to get 100 reviews. I think we're up to 52. Oh, man. We're really tapered the off there. Okay. The US, yeah. Yeah. That, is, oh, that is kind of a problem. It fragments my country. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're, we're about to start a big push on trying to get more listeners for the podcast. And so those reviews really help as a sort of a social proof mm-hmm. for other places to feature us and stuff if like someone that. Someone did ask one of the questions that we did not answer was, where else could they give us reviews? Because they don't want to do it on unnamed I, platform. Yeah. yeah. On some platforms. I mean, yeah. literally, places? anywhere you get it. Yeah, first. literally anywhere would be great. Just, I, mean, I think you can review it on... Can you review it on Google? Probably. Probably. Just look for, like, little star icons around. Yeah, just wherever you just five get it. of them. Yeah, wherever you get it, if you can review it, just do. Yeah. Yeah. And if um, not, then that's cool. You know, and so, if you do... So, we are we are putting our focus toward uh, Apple Podcasts to try to aggregate those reviews. So, if you head on over to bit.ly slash CWB Apple, you can... You can leave us a review there. Um, So thank you all very much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.